Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Straight Up Show Podcast. I am your host, Calvin, joined by my co-host, Christina and Lee. How are you ladies and guys doing today? I'm good. Calvin, I am here. I am queer. And I am used to it. I there we am go. so used to it. And, and I say ladies and guys, you know, because this is what this episode is talking about, like pronouns. Because guess what? It is Pride Month. So what that means is happy Pride Month, everybody. And of, and of course, we have some special guests. As we do every Pride Month, we want to bring on our friends in the LGBT community. Christina, you have a special guest. Can you please introduce your special guest today? Alrighty. And of course, our guest today is one of my favorite little people in the world, Jason Woods. I'm going to let him do his own introduction because he's got more stuff to add to his title now. The returning champion from last year. Hi. I am back from, you know, with popular demand. Um, I am now not only a photographer, I'm also a filmmaker and a recent graduate of, uh, of college. So snap, snaps to that. Two snaps. Ooh, congratulations. congratulations. Mm. Hell yeah. Thank you. It's hard and I'm very, very tired. Christina can attest to that. Well, we are definitely proud of you, and thank you so much uh, for coming on our show today. And so we'll toss it over to Lee, because Lee has two guests today. Lee, uh, please introduce your guests and tell us who they are. Let them tell them who they are. Thanks, Calvin. So, yeah, I uh, I put out a little call on Facebook, and I was super happy that I got some really nice responses from people to come on the show. And Kevin and Kyle, how are y'all doing? pretty good i'm pretty excited to do this i'm always uh, happy to tell my little story and uh, you know just share my thoughts on stuff and just you know gab about excited a little anxious and nervous but mostly excited i am right there with you kevin um my stomach was kind of in knots like up until this very moment i think <laughs> but you know what we are gonna power through it um because yeah you know what talking about this stuff can be kind of hard it's it's really putting yourself out there um, Kyle, uh, can you kind of introduce yourself to the folks? Tell us a little bit, bit about yourself. Uh, sure. Okay, no problem. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Kyle. Uh, I go by he, him, and they, them for gender pronouns. And, uh, well, I, uh, I'm just a random trans dude from, uh, the Midwest of Canada, uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, more specifically. Uh, well, uh, I've, you know, been around the internet for quite a while. I uh, love to play video games. I love anime. I love a lot of nerdy stuff. I love horror movies. I love queer things. Uh, yeah, and uh, I got to know Lee through some of those random topics, and uh, uh, Lee was sweet enough to bring me on the show, and I'm very honored to be here. I'm honored to, you know, like I said earlier, to tell my story, uh, gab about, just talk, and just, you know, just really get to really get my chance to speak. I always appreciate that type of thing. So, you know, I'm really hyped and excited to be here and, uh, you know, just uh, share my thing. Yeah, we definitely need that energy. I love that energy, Kyle. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Seriously. Much appreciated. We are so glad to have you here. And, and Many kudos, thank you. <laughs> and it is so crazy, like, kind of, like, the the space we met in was a facebook group dedicated to a 
pop culture podcast yeah hosted by mostly straight men yeah and like <laughs> that's the weirdest thing i've met some of the most diverse people through that right? podcast group like it's weird. like i know like trans women and like black guys that are into like fighting video games and i'm like yeah hell yeah woo, 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 hell yeah i'm just like so excited and i know like non-binary people from all all over the globe and and i know people from like the middle east and they're into movies and video games and you know just like this is amazing holy i can't believe it this is awesome <laughs> i i love that i had very specific examples of uh the people you were listing just now like yeah. oh yeah i, I know who you're, you're talking about circles. all right and then we also have kevin kevin like can you just tell us a little bit about you and your background and maybe how you met Lee? All right. My name is uh, Kevin. Um, in regards to pronouns, uh, he and they, but usually I I just usually want to be referred to as Kevin by people. Like um, for me, when it comes to words like man, guy, and dude, it, it can be kind of weird to be referred to as those. Uh, but, you know, more on that uh, later. Um I currently work in education in South Texas, and uh, interests include gaming, uh, currently play on Steam, on the Nintendo Switch, um, and right now I'm like trying to wrap up Final Fantasy XII, and uh, I guess I also like singing, writing, anime, uh, socio-political issues. Uh, I try to incorporate whatever I can. Uh, of all my interests into my uh, into my teaching in regards to education as well to really um, educate the students down here because um, uh, it's mostly like a lower income, mostly like a, a Mexican uh, student background or uh, background down here uh, with the people. Um, I'm also Mexican and Vietnamese, and uh, I've known Lee for about I want to say 15 years. Goodness. Uh, I, oh don't, God, I don't know if I want to say that long. <laughs> <You're> so old. <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to say our, our usernames, but uh, I know we were like some of the top posters uh, at a forum. It was called a gaygamer.net uh, slash oh, forum. Um, and uh, uh, goodness, it doesn't feel like it was a long time ago, but then it does because that was like twice. No, that was half my life ago. And uh, I. Um, I told Liam, like, uh, really, uh, I would love to speak on you all's podcast. Uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm probably coming off just a little nervous, but uh, I'm excited to uh, to be here and to uh, share my perspectives and hear you all's. Yeah, we definitely appreciate you. And, you know, thank y'all so much for, you know, coming on the show and uh, lending your voices out to us. Because, I mean, that's a lot we don't know. And like I said, this is Pride Month. And, you know, so let's just kind of, hey, it's the time to celebrate and be happy uh, for who you are and what you stand for. And Hell uh, yes. Yeah, there we go. I love the energy. So I'm going to toss this to Jason because he is the uh, OG of the group uh, of being our guest. Jason, so uh, if you can just give us some little history right quick. Uh, like, this is Pride Month. What is Pride Month? Pride Month is a celebration of all things queer, all things LGBT and other you know, letters of the alphabet mafia. Um, I also, myself, I identify as a bi. And when it comes to gender, I'm on the cusp. <laughs> I'm just kind of like all over the place when it comes to gender. So I'm just like, 
Uh, you can say that I don't really have, I don't really identify with gender as a whole. So you can say I'm like a gender or somewhere under the non-binary umbrella, but I'm just kind of, but your boys just kind of chill. Uh, but, you know, we are a whole bunch of awesome people and we have cookies and we are um, very proud to be who we are, no matter if you're out or if you're on the cusp of coming out or, you know, if you're just kind of like existing or chilling, if you're not ready to be out and proud, like you're still valid, you're still here, you're still awesome AF and we're all, you know, just chilling, we're all here. So Jason, like, I, I, I kind of, feel you there uh the whole pronoun thing is okay yeah it's it, it can be complicated um or it for some people it's really not because you know what you are and hey that's awesome uh I'm still figuring it out myself. So that's that's the fun of it but for for you um it, it doesn't seem to matter to you so does does that mean like hey any anything works or maybe you prefer nothing is that where we're going um anything goes like I usually just go by he him out of comfort out of like you know I'm just kind of used to that so that's how I am going by for it um it's kind of like it, it's a free-for-all basically as long as you ain't calling me like some dumb like you know it or something like that I'm cool yeah um but honestly like it's flu very fluid so it's like you don't really have to like you know be one way to you know be like that because it's like you can be straight or whatever and still be able to like be like hey i want to have like he they pronouns or she they or hell any of the neo pronouns or anything like that he's like people don't realize that gender and sexuality they, they like that there's no correlation right. not really a correlation it's like who do you identify as yourself it doesn't really translate to like who you're so I'm like who you you know you are so like I think once people I, I say it's like once people free themselves from the shackles that is gender literally anything else, like especially with like how you know um clothing and all of that for example clothing is so gendered and it's kind of annoying because it's like women and film presenting people are able to dress up so beautifully in so so many different patterns and recent layers uh, while when it comes to more like male presenting uh fashion is much so more boring more you know solids more there's not really much in a form of like you know experimentation or adventurousness 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 when it comes to you know clothing and gender but I I only know like so much about it because it's like, you know, I'm only one person. So multiple perspectives on it is always, you know, a cool thing to have. So we'll see how it goes from there. And I think that's a lot of what it boils down to is just your own personal journey. And that's like, I guess that's as any, now's as good a time as any to segue into my own personal journey. Um, like just over the past couple of years, uh, you know, I've, I've seen kind of the, the wave coming of, of I guess, uh, gender questioning or like gender, I guess, transitioning, however, uh, however my words are filling me here, um, but you know where I'm going with this. 
but I've, I've seen this wave coming and it's, I mean, it's something that's been around forever, honestly. It's just, you know, been buried by conservatives for just as long, but we can, you know, get into that at a later date. But for me in particular, it was like, I thought I was done coming out. It's like, okay, you're, you're gay, you're attracted to dudes. That's just, you know, there's other stuff that's like a part of it or whatever, but like, after coming out it's like no nah, this this crap's way more complicated than you realize like even amongst the the gay community like dating or whatever you know you see on grinder you know no films that's that's a whole thing and wait it's... wait wait what seriously yeah 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 the that's, gays are uh... weird the, you didn't know about this <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. it goes back it. You're talking yeah. to a guy who didn't know that racism existed in the gay community. Thank you, Jason. But uh, I didn't know that. But y'all really have like just very specific on Grinder. Yeah, yeah. People people have like crazy hangups. Like the the most like common slash memeable one is no fats, no fems. That's the, like you'll you'll see that more than anything. Because sometimes people are just kind of exactly even like, in a community that you're no is already like oppressed as is. Yeah, we gotta no oppress kidding. our own people. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Be our we, own people. We have to divide ourselves even more than we already are. Because I know when I start a dating profile and I want to be accepting, I act like the biggest bully possible. It's right. <laughs> but but yeah, for me, it was like, I never really felt comfortable in my own skin. And I, I like I said, I always assumed that was just the gay thing. But then even, you know, when I started dating and stuff, it's like, I see so much of this in the community. It's like, okay, it's not just like me being gay. It's me being something. And it like, it wasn't ever to the point of like, oh, I see myself as feminine. Like I, I definitely have those qualities, but it's like, I don't see like most days, I don't even see myself as a person. I'm just like this weird amorphous gray blob that puts clothes on, you know? And that, that that's kind of like how I see myself. I and, vibe um, with that. Right? And uh, like another thing that like- I really... have those days too. Oh my <laughs> goodness. And then another thing that kind of resonated with me, like it has always been video games. Um, I know I'm in good company here based on our introductions, but uh, like, you know, especially ones where you can create your own character. And, you know, you can pick between male or female. And it's like, well, like Jason even said, in video games, females more often than not have the better clothing options. So maybe I'm going to rock with that sometimes. But sometimes I'm going to rock the male. And like more modern video games, it's like, nah, we're just throwing away the gender option. You can just have whatever, wherever. It's beautiful. I love it. Because uh, uh, it's, it's just so much fun to make characters. But uh, I digress. That's but like I'm seeing myself in in these characters I'm creating because it's meant to be my avatar. So it's like, yeah, I'm making like this you know buff dude with like these pink pigtails, and this is just vibing with me. I can't explain why. And then you know you see people talking online, and it's like, oh, what is gender fluid? What is non-binary? And like I just start reading these things, and it's like stuff just clicks with you. It's like, oh. I don't really see myself as male or female that so yeah hence non-binary right here that's that that's that's how that got here that's the superhero origin story of, of, of me saying I'm a they them 
<laughs> and can I toss this question over to uh, I guess well this would be for Cal I guess so uh, sure. and Cal so you are a transgender male right yep. Yep. But, like so kind of going off what he just said like in and since you are transgender like mm-hmm. how does it um, how big is pronouns for you since you are transgender um, I think pronouns are very important. I think they're very freeing. I feel like you can really find yourself when you have the right type of pronouns, like pronouns that really fit you. Like it's like wearing a perfect pair of shoes where it's just like, holy, shit, these fit, these feel great. Like, oh my goodness, I feel alive. I feel like a person. I feel like me. Like, I feel like I found myself. So like, so, and, and this is me, this is the straight side coming out, I guess. I guess the straight side asking the question so you are you were born a female but you transitioned into a male is that correct uh funny you should ask that um i was actually born intersex i'm one of the very rare few examples of people who were born intersex can you elaborate sure i'll try my best i still don't know all the exact uh ins and outs and the uh, meanings of it, but uh, I was born with literally both uh, uh, both chromosomes, uh, uh, quote unquote male chromosomes and female chromosomes. And uh, when I was born, I was technically born with both sides. Uh, uh, I go a bit more into it, but it gets a bit, a, a bit TMI, uh, uh, too much information. It involves like testicles and private parts and that sort of thing. But uh, yes, I was actually born intersex. Okay. Because the reason why I ask is like, you know, I know pronouns were really big and as Lee said it, you know, how he feels about it. Because I don't know if y'all remember, Christina, uh, there was a a, uh, a transgender and he was at a gas station. And like, he was like, the lady, the the person at the gas tank was like, hey, I'm sorry, sir. I'm a man. Like, okay, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm a sir. And it was like, this guy just got a, or this, this person got into a rage and it was like oh man like are pronouns really that important yes they are they are very important i think it also depends on the specific person because i think for a lot of people it's important but maybe for some people it may not be but uh i think for the common person i i would argue that they are important can can i add on to that go for it so it often depends on like where you're from because i um not to uh not to pick out what you're saying, Calvin, but like you wouldn't say like a transgender. Like yeah. and I, I I've talked to my own like mom about this and you don't you don't have to apologize because I've had this conversation with like so mm. many people. But like when it comes to pronouns, it often depends on where you're at and who you're at. Like when I'm with people, like if I'm in like the if I'm doing like political work, like when I've lobbied at the Capitol or when I'm doing like club work with like the LGBT Alliance or whenever I did that stuff, like I knew people were more aware of that. Uh, But when I'm with like some of my friends that like from, like I know I did a call center job for a while, you meet people from all walks of life there. I know a lot of them did not know a a lot of it uh, was. And I met one of my uh, current best friends that way. And he's been really accepting. And I think one thing is like, and I'm not, I'm not coming at y'all for this. It's like, uh, we all have different experiences and how we relate to, or not relate, maybe respond to like people's gender diversity. Like with me, like if someone says he, him, 
and I tell them the whole thing about, you know, my own pronouns. I'm like, oh, no, it's cool. This is what I prefer, like, in these contexts. And usually if they respect me or care about me enough, you know, after they've known me a while, they'll usually try to just, I, I just tell them I prefer Kevin. <laughs> uh, and they usually uh, roll, uh, run with that. Right. And thank you so much for being, you know, showing some clarity on that or shedding some clarity on that because, you know, this is why we have this space because I am someone who is not familiar with the LGBT community plus community because I don't know, you know? And so thank you so much for, you know, it's not a dig at me if not knowing, it's just like, hey, I don't know. And it's okay that I'm ignorant on this subject, but I'm glad that you were able to clarify uh, on that. So Evan, I see on there, you've got uh, on your, your little Zoom profile here <laughs> that we're all, sharing you've got he plus they um so when did the plus they come into play for you so for me and i guess i'll rewind a little bit but i'll try not i'll try to be brief um growing up you know uh i always assumed i was uh you know cis male um and then you know when I was like I uh, this might sound weird when I was like six years old I was like uh oh gay thoughts I was like okay I'm a cis gay male uh or a gay cis male and it wasn't until um ah, goodness it was in my 20s I was going to counseling uh at a local you know one of the local colleges and um you had to do like a triage before you even like met with one of the counselors and um it asked what the the triage survey or whatever asks like what what gender do you identify as male female or other please specify and that blew my mind you know for me i was like huh i never thought about that and that was in 2014 and for me i was just like you know what I don't always feel like I identify as like purely male. Uh, and a lot of it maybe has to do with my experiences. I don't know if I want to elaborate on those yet. Maybe they can like, you know, kind of make their way into the conversation a little later on, uh, if not now, but I'd, I'd rather not rant. Um, but then as the years passed by, I was like, you know what? This feels kind of like home for me, you know, like, I realized that my experiences as what I believe were like a, a cisgender gay male were not just like specifically cisgender. And I don't know if uh, if all of y'all, uh, the, the straights here, uh, know what cisgender is. I was gonna <laughs> ask you what that meant. So it's like when you when you agree with the gender you were born as. So Calvin, I wanna ask you, uh, uh, do you believe that you were uh, like born a male and do you still identify as a male? I, I do. See, it's, I, I, I like your face because it was like slightly like, what? Yeah, that's usually how being cis is. It's it's a weird thing like when I tell people like, oh, cisgender, because I feel like half of my friends are cis, the other half are like, you know, wherever else. And like- Like cis, like sissy or- no. no, no, C I S. Oh. It's oh. a weird prefix. It's okay, a weird. Prefix. <laughs> I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, but definitely. Thank you, because I, I was when I heard. It, I, I was, was like, thinking like, what, yeah, what I was thinking like, that? I think it was I, like, I think I was thinking like extra feminine, like sissy or. 
Well, I wasn't thinking on the lines of that, but I'm glad you spelled it out because I haven't seen it yet written and I would like to have known that's why, you know, it's not, what is this now? Because it seems like every month I'm hearing something new. Um, So I'm glad you actually spelled that out for me. I I think in, in response to you, Brandon, it's like giving words to identities that have always existed for Lee people, said something similar, yeah. But we never could find the words for them. Like here where I live in South Texas, a lot of people fight with their like Mexican identities. Like there's like code switching. There is um, a lot of like people not feeling at home down here. There is all different types of like uh, prejudice. And like, there's, it's weird. Like it's, it's different. Cause when people assume Mexican, sometimes I feel like it's a very, uh, limited perspective but down like down here like there's so much more identity to that there's so many terms I'm still trying to figure out and they're a little irrelevant but I'm just like dang like their identities are so nuanced and I feel like with the cisgender thing going back to it so I don't like ramble um is like when after going to counseling for a while and after you know my experiences I was like you know I don't always feel like I've always uh, felt like uh like a cisgender gay male I felt like a lot of my experiences were just kind of not always related to my gender like I remember um dancing and I remember uh this uh, this guy uh this uh this redneck guy from Georgia because I went I grew up in Georgia uh, he called me like, he was like, what are you, a faggot? And like, you know, when you, when, when like a lot of straight men and just straight people in general kind of like demonize you using terms that are like, that you, like they'll demonize like femininity. They often uh, will equate femininity with like homosexuality. I don't know if, um, if y'all want to add on to that as well. But I'm just like, oh, my God, like for me, I was just like, why do we always have to assume like male equals this and female is this when they can be neither, either, everything, nothing at all. And I feel like for me, my identity is kind of weird because it's like, I feel like I can't remove myself from the gay male, but I don't always feel like I'm this gay male, like I'm uh I uh, assigned male at birth and I feel like a lot of my identities with that, but it's also just like, not with that. Like if I'm with people who are more aware of like all these gender, all this gender diversity, all these different sexual orientations and whatnot, I'll be like, okay, they can, you know, they, they, they might be more cognizant of calling me they, them or Kevin, but usually with anybody, just call me Kevin in general. I actually really enjoyed hearing that one because uh, a lot of different points you made in that in that uh, little dialogue, I guess, monologue. <laughs> I enjoyed every moment of it though. Is, you know, I have certain opinions. I'm not gonna hold them against or to anybody. So, I mean, by any means, you don't have to feel like you have to argue me down or, or teach me anything from it. But as far as the identifying topic goes for any of these and Jason knows my opinions on these is Mm -hmm. I feel like any time that you have to start 
putting a name to something. I understand why. Don't don't think I don't. I get that a hundred percent. But I was like, anytime that becomes a factor in something, it automatically starts kind of like chafing at me a little bit because I'm like, why? If that's what you need to to have your growth and your comfort, by all means, yes. I was like, but personally, I get annoyed by it. And I'm like, okay, so if you like to be called Kevin, I will 100% call you Kevin. Now, if you say, oh, I prefer they, I'm like, okay, I'll try my best to remember that. But usually I'm going to default to saying Kevin. That's fine and dandy, but I know people personally who it infuriates them (laughs) that I just want to call them by their name. And they're like, you have to respect this. I was like, I do respect it. (laughs) I understand it. I, I empathize with it and I'm happy that you have it. I feel like I need to write notes call you by your name. Right. I'm 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 kind of on the lines of uh, with Christina, but I can't I don't think Lee realized and you basically repeated the same thing Lee said the last time we recorded is about we never really needed the the need for the name for I guess the the terms, names, uh the labels for these type of things. Um for me the frustration I know that I get from it because I have been scarred from like the beginning from this and when I had like a very close friend that I helped basically with his transition and the moment he was like in the end game of that transition he started attacking me uh, with because of these labels you know I'm gonna tell you now when I saw like y'all names and it says he him they them f he plus they i was like and i was like i might i might mess up oh sorry Kevin, you're gonna have to beat that i don't know to make the editing harder for you but uh <laughs> i don't have an issue with the new labels i think what me and christina um just like latinx you know what was it latinx you know it's this new thing and we as humans, I don't care who you are, don't like change. I mean, it's even with, you know, the 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 racist culture we're in now, you know, people are not liking this very constant change. And I think for us, that's a little bit part, part of that. There is a, a, ter- a label for people that don't, that only eat seafood. Um, and I was like, why see no why why is that a thing why do we need this in the world but i, I feel like you're I just asking it. why does language exist <laughs> why why I, I, but see that's but, that's why i'm at though I, I it's, it's communication but that's why i'm at though and, and it's, it's very the same thing i understand that's why I'm like, I, I understand all around i really do so I, I can't emphasize enough that nothing i say is meant to be like well this is stupid no i i understand all the, the the facets of this I do is just something that personally to me in the experiences I have had with it only mine and I've had way too many at this point <laughs> and it's it's just I'm like okay all the all the titles have always bothered me like lifelong bothered me way before these became a forefront conversation uh, you know, and naturally people look and they say, oh, she's a straight woman, yeah, yeah. And that pisses me off automatically, always has, because I'm like, I don't like I having to identify as anything, race, gender, sex, any, I've never been comfortable with people asking or assuming anything 
about it's, me. It, Christina, it sounds a lot like you're very uncomfortable with people putting you in a box. I don't. I like, can see. That. I don't like it at all. So uh, can you know. imagine how, like, you know, non-gender, non-conforming people feel when you don't I, I respect can. their pronouns? <laughs> I said I can, and that's why I was like, once I've once I've been told, like, if if you acknowledged what you want, I'm like, okay, I can only try that. And as long as you're you're you don't have to be patient. I mean, I'm not saying you have to. I was like, but as long as you at least kind of acknowledge, like. All right, she 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 might she might mess up here and there, but okay, cool. I'm good. I'm good with trying. But there, I have just had so many people who are just mean about it, which I get to an extent. But I'm like, I don't know you yet. <laughs> don't yell at me because I'm gonna turn into an <laughs> just based off of that. I'm like, I know you're frustrated. I know you've been hurt, and I know you want these things to happen right now. And I will be on your side 100% to make it happen. Don't don't be don't be to me. I'm trying not to take this from um like a too political of a take because I kind of I'm kind of tired about like talking to about politics with like people who I'm not really close to. That's why I cultivate a very small group of people now, and they all don't think like me. Like uh, I I don't like preaching to the to the choir. I don't try to put myself in an echo chamber, you know. And I feel like. Uh, your ish, uh, your experiences, Christina, some of them are with people who only want to be around people who think just like them. But I feel like that's kind of an issue with many people nowadays. Like This is true. And it's, it, for me, it's just like, oh my God, like that best friend I made, like he doesn't know about the whole gender thing. When I told him, um, you know, by my own experience, he's like, okay, I don't know anything about that. He wasn't, tr- he wasn't gonna try to say like, educate me or whatever. He was just like, you seem like a really cool, interesting, and great person. So I'm just gonna get to know you on your terms. And that's how I feel like a lot of friendships should be. Cause as soon as like you, like I know you're talking about all the terms, Christina, like for me as an English master's student, or I mean, I got my master's degree in English. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like language is really important, but it also isn't. So I try to, you know, when people say like, oh, understand this thing from like two sides, I'm like, that there's like way more sides than like two first of all uh like I get exactly where you're coming from like sometimes I'll go into a a bio and or like someone's like about me and I'm like oh my god it's like 40 identifiers but then I'm like you know what that's what that person does I might go to someone else's biography and I might find out more about them through just talking to them instead of the identifiers that's what they do as well I still try to I still try to meet people uh in the ways that they want to be reflected so like me i'm not gonna throw all those identifiers out there but i know that that's for for some people that's how they work they do want to put a name to things that's what they do if some people don't want to fine um but i know for me personally again with like where i got my degree like that's where i i i see where all of this comes into play like words have a lot of power but then they also don't at all but i do believe that they're important as society progresses so even if uh you're saying that you don't like that we have to use these words uh i feel like it's important that we as people uh understand that this helps some people realize who they are and how they identify in the world i i understand what you're saying on that one i have no arguments against any of this i understand if that's what makes you 
comfortable and what makes you feel whole or centered. I have no problems with that. I know personally, I don't like certain things, but I don't like a lot (laughs) period. (laughs) And and I just kind of roll with it. And I'm like, so I'm not going to go out of my way to make things difficult. And, and, And I don't know if everybody in here remembers much about my face. I'm not the most approachable looking <laughs> individual sometimes. Oh, don't say that. Come on. Yeah. I have look- RBF. No, 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 no. She has resting face. I do. And, oh. and, I, and I am a very- <laughs> You look lovely. Person. Don't say that. Come on. Lovely I'm, resting face. I am not the type of person to approach people. I don't, none of these people in this room did I go up to and say hello. <laughs> Guaranteed. I'm kind of the same. And I love them. I was like, so I, I'm just saying that to point it out that I'm not walking up to people like, I don't like this. And I don't, I'm, that's, that's not me. All of my opinions have come from people that I've known for years. I've watched few people transition. I've watched people come into themselves. I've watched people become and revert back. I have seen all these different views. And, and a good 50% of them understand because you're human, it happens some become super aggressive and I'm like whoa (laughs) when when have I ever portrayed myself in this type of way and they they, because I understand they've been upset but I I have one individual friend right now literally just came out with their pronouns and and identifiers and stuff very happy right now I'm like great you literally are glowing that's all I've ever told them I was like you look very happy right now happier and I've known this person 11 years now love them dearly and I think there was a particular comment they made on their Facebook page and I didn't say anything but it was so angry and everybody was just like wait why are you why are you so angry right now you literally just you've been going on this journey internally and you're angry that everybody else around you doesn't respect it or acknowledge it automatically and we're like Tuesday you were just do 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 it's Thursday and now we, we have to relearn a decade of you from what we've known and this was a person in my my military unit so I've, I've been with them for over a decade you know it's like you've never get you've never shown any of these signs and I understand your your battles and your your demons were inside and I, I want to help you through them now I, I'm not like I'm gonna fix them I'm not a, I'm not a hero it's not my problem <laughs> but it, it's kind of like it became a complete 180 and you're just like okay I, I want I want to be all those things you want out of people but you're so mean right now <laughs> what where do we go from here are the loud people and the aggressive ones like the ones that stick out? Like, I, I don't know if you're like me, because like, I kind of feel like, I mean, I'm, I'm friends with Lee, but I feel like the way you're talking, I'm like, oh my God, I think I'd be friends with Christina. Because like, some of the most difficult conversations have given me the best of friends. Yeah. And like, it's like, sometimes it like, this is where I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn how much uh, I'm going to like, I'm going to learn so much about uh, someone like this. Because like, I'm hearing you talk about this and like a few times you've mentioned like the the some people are really loud and aggressive about their identities uh and who they are who they have been who they will be etc and I'm just like dang like like is there like a is this has this specifically happened with only like this person um 
uh, Brandon? <laughs> or is it like multiple people? Because I'm like, damn, like, I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's what and that's what we're here for. Like, this is what we want to have these ongoing conversations because we build friends this way. And all it takes is just for us just to take a step back and listen to each other and learn about our personal experiences. And like I said, this is Pride Month. Yeah. So it's this opportunity for us to be happy and celebrate and make new friends. So we hope that you continue to stay with us. We're gonna have more as we celebrate Pride Month on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up, to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest, and that's what I appreciate most about it, and it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. All right, so welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. It is Pride Month and if you've heard already, I mean, we've been having some great dialogue. Uh, the straight people have been stepping on toes, I guess, because we've been mispronouncing people's uh, identity or pronouns a lot. I know I have. It's practice. I've already called Kyle a he or she. I, I messed up so much already, but like Kyle said, it, it takes practice, right? So yep. not, a, not, not not being offended. So It just takes practice. That's all that needed. And so, like, who are the straight You people? said the straight people. It's like, golly. Yeah, because we, <laughs> we're, we're straight. Don't bring yourself down like that. (laughs) 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 Okay. Wow. So we have a interesting group of bunch. Uh, But hey, this is what Pride is about. We're learning from each other and we're celebrating uh, these people. uh, See, I'm being here. These people. We're celebrating the community being happy and who they are. And we're learning from each other because one one thing we don't want to be is insensitive because we want to learn to love. Well, we want to learn to learn from each other, but that learning from each other also spreads the love. And we want to spread love uh, to the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, So that's what we're doing here. But if you listen to the last part uh, of our episode, Christina and Kevin were going back. All right, Christina, you had a question for Jason? Oh, no, you, you can mix that. I didn't, that wasn't a question for him. It was just something I was wondering if he would touch on it when he's talking. Because um, where, where that kind of, where I was coming from when I was asking if he's okay with that one was a matter of Jason's story in particular to me. There's a lot of people who are gay or whatever who are passable in a way. Like you, you'd be like, I never knew. Like I'll, I'll even use Lee. I never would have known. I mean, that's not like it's something <laughs> that you can look at everybody. It, and it's say. literally why I'm trying to change my look up. I'm tired of passing. <laughs> I I, like, I'm 1000 percent serious I about this. Know, I wanted to know in Jason's particular story what it was like coming up, not only having to figure yourself out and find your comfort zone, but being so visibly seen as gay in the first place. Even if like, even if he was like, no, I'm not. Like, mm. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. So, I, I was just so... bring that up at all. 
<laughs> and I love you dearly, but you know, that's my little. So I'm gonna chop up a little fruit fly. Of, <laughs> fruit fly. I'm gonna chop up a shit ton of my actual mannerisms to not only, not really like queerness, but more so just like the fact that I was raised around women my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Never really had a quote unquote male figure in my life. And all the male figures in my life growing up are kind of trash. So I just have a lot of feminine, you know, mannerisms that just kind of came from, you know, that. And then the whole, you know, people associating femininity with homosexuality or queerness of that, you know, archaic ass standard. It's just kind of like, it, it just kind of is what it is. But it's like being so inherently femme as like, you know, a Southern, a Southern Black person, let alone, you know, queerness and stuff. It does get kind of annoying having to be like, no, I'm not actually just, you know, gay. Uh, but it's also like, we're always so ingrained. Like we're having ingrained in our whole entire psyches, especially in the South that they're either gonna be like, you know, the minute you show any kind of femininity or any kind of expression like other than like, you know, like macho, uh, machismo male, you're gonna get like, you know, either made fun of or you're gonna get questioned no matter what, you're gonna get clocked no matter what. And that's one thing that uh, we just have to stop. We just kinda gotta unlearn those uh, conditionings that we've been conditioned to learn because it's like, not everyone is you know, like not everyone's gonna be like you know just because i present like kind of like femme got like the twist and the limpress even though I, my lip is strong um is that doesn't necessarily have to mean like oh i'm like you know gay or you know queer or whatever it doesn't have to know that it doesn't have to like you know come down to that and that's what a lot of people don't realize is that like it doesn't have to come down to like mannerisms don't equate to identity or sexuality at all same thing for interest because like i can say i have a ton of like more quote-unquote feminine interest like you know i i like makeup makeup is cool and funny like hair is always really cool too because you know like also kind of being like the only childish like my mom always you know should be like hey can you uh you know see my hair looks all right and all of that stuff I didn't really associate that with me being like, you know, queer or anything. But one thing I can uh, say that all of that kind of led to is like me kind of like thinking myself as more like, okay, I can be more masculine or I can be more feminine in my head. Cause it's like having all of these like somewhat femme features, there's some times where I'm like, you know what, if I were, you know, a woman, it, it wouldn't feel so out of place, but it's also like, you were, we're so, um, what's to say? We're so like stuck on looks, on how, on visual beauty that like, you know, if someone wants to, you know, try to transition from, you know, one gender to the other, sometimes it's gonna be hard to. I know for me, my, if I, if I ever decide to transition, if I ever get to that point, it'll be hard as hell for me because like, I am so inherently like ma- like gay male looking that like, if I try to present as any kind of feminine, people are gonna look at me like, Arr? 
So I don't think there's anything inherently feminine looking about Jason. Jason's a solid dude. Exactly. <laughs> well, like it's, you, it's, you are it's a funny. big dude. It's funny you say that, Christina, because I remember when I, and there's been many times, I, just, I remember when I first saw Jason and people get on to me about this they will somebody will look in jace look at jason and say oh he's gay and i'm like maybe maybe mm-hmm. you know you 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 really don't know but you know later on you know I, I i find out more but i have told jason many times i like jason because of who he literally is as a package i mean we were downtown shooting and just even how the guy was shooting i'm like that's Jason. Like you can't, yeah. you can't even put a. <laughs> which is why it's funny. I, you can't really put a, a a label. I wouldn't even try to put a label on Jason. Um, I mean, he says that, but I mean, dude, I've seen some transitions to where they have worked miracles. So you never know. I'm just saying. But I can't. I I wouldn't want you to try to change or even try to, I guess, adapt to any type of, I guess, society level, because right now we are in such of a uh, unorthodox Mm. time to where, yes, I have had exes say, I thought you were gay. Tell me. I'm like, what the hell? How? What? Huh? All the things (laughs) I say, you think I'm gay? How? It always goes towards like, you know, it's always about people having this like you know this this like very very rigid very very rigid like wondering is like oh this is what male is this is what female is anywhere in between doesn't exist um all of that stuff and that's why we don't really know much about intersex people at all because it's like people are so stuck on what's male and what's female that people don't really talk about what's in between and well, not only but what's in between is more so is like is more so is a spectrum. Like gender is a performance. It's a spectrum. You, you can be whatever you want. And sexuality is just as fluid, but like I said, it all boils down to how society has conditioned us to think. And if we break ourselves from those shackles, it's gonna be hard to do. But if we do it, we'll be better off as a society. It's hard to do, but you know, we can do it. It can happen. So yeah, it, it goes, I guess, me not being that masculine, you know, um, old spice commercial uh, looking type of guy or me being the type of guy that doesn't, you know, isn't as, you know, forceful or, with, or whatever it is that put me or women try to possibly say, Brandon might be gay. And I'm like, no, if, if you had a conversation with me, you want to try, you probably know by now I'm not, but uh it was just the craziest thing but going back you know definitely uh jason mm-mm, you know stay the same for for real jason is a big book of amazing annoying but amazing i think if we've learned one important <laughs> detail from this podcast it's that brandon apparently doesn't put out <laughs> oh <laughs> Wow. <laughs> well, you know what? No, you know, no, let's talk about that. That might be another thing too. I'm not gonna like force myself on you, you know? I'm not gonna be the one to for, uh, force myself. There's just some really dumb people out there who hold 
men in particular to the stupid standard, standard. and oh, then yeah. they standard. then they're angry at all the men later <laughs> for you know defending and themselves no. and, and and that that whole conversation there is is part of it it's you know we put these expectations on each other and then we get pissed when we meet those expectations <laughs> <laughs> well but, what am i going to be mad about now <laughs> exactly but uh yeah it's kevin said something he in a way disagreed with himself but i find find as years pass by words especially for the ones that work in media are becoming more and more powerful because if you type it a certain way that's another reason why I love podcasts because you I'm saying words, but you're seeing how how I'm saying it or the way I'm reacting to them. You can't really twist it, but sometimes you say certain words and they are triggered and they trigger certain emo- emotions. Um, and it's just like right now, all of these identify identifiers and even how fast things are, are changing. Um, and it is affecting. I believe some people's lives in a certain way where they felt comfortable. Okay, now I can't step on some people's shoes or like, oh, freak, I got this application. Now I got to make sure it's changing civilization so much to where people aren't adapting well. But one of the things is, it, flat out, from how I'm seeing it, is none of this is new. We all know that. These have been around since your great greats and probably before them too but the fact that there's titles to it now and that so many people are like this is what I want and these are the expectations it's you know people are feeling threatened by it you know because you will meet that great granddad who's like well people were like that before you know but they they had responsibilities and you'd be like what what?" (laughs) they're like well you can want to be with this man but you, you still need to get a wife. And you're like, no, 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 you don't. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> uh, like, but, yeah. you know they, they're like, we pulled through. Of course, it's been around, but we pulled through. And I'm like, well, we don't want to do that. And, and they're fighting for their normalcy. And I mean, that's just, that's just the war between generations, period, now. And, and yeah, that's like what it boils down to is just, that's why this all feels so new for people is because we're only just now able to discuss any of this. We're only just now able to be visible, to, to exist in, in person, in public. That is such and, a good point. Yeah. Uh, well, Kyle, I was actually going to throw it back to you uh, because oh, you know, just, okay. <laughs> just talking about transitioning and everything, it's, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you were born intersex and mm. now you identify as a, as a male. I, I really want to hear about that journey. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, well, before I start, actually, uh, Lee, uh, thank you for saying that comment of what you literally just said. Thank you for saying it, because uh, I feel like that's something that should be brought up on this podcast and should be talked about by, like, all of us. Like, I think that's such a good point to bring up. But, like, I think especially because of the freedoms of, like, say, the internet, like, a lot of people who've never had the chance to really speak up and say who they are or what they're about or just how they feel a lot of people who've never had the voice or never had a voice or voices 
are finally speaking up and saying like, hey, I exist. Sorry for screaming. Uh, you know, hey, I exist and I'm here, you know, and I'm this and I'm that and I'm go by this and I feel like that and I've, I have this disability or I'm that like, is especially like as a disabled person, uh, I've noticed this, especially over the past, like, the decade and a half I've been on the internet, like, I've noticed this on like message boards growing up and Twitter and just everywhere, like, so many people who've never had the chance to speak up and never, never had, you know, IRL, like, you know, you know, in real life, had the chance to speak up, finally get to say who they are. And finally, for, like, almost like freeing themselves, finally getting to, to, to speak and have an opinion and get a backbone and, and just form something and really get to identify themselves. I, I think, I, 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 I don't want to sound pretentious, but I feel like it's almost a revolution of what's happened over the past two decades of it absolutely is the, the, the power of technology through the power of technology. So many people who've in their lives, maybe just never had the chance to speak their voice can finally speak their voice and finally get to get to really be a person. And to go on to, I guess, my story, well, uh, I feel like in a way to kind of shortly summarize uh, my own story, it's, I describe it as a long time coming. Um, I remember being about five or six years old, and I remember my mom was doing something around the house, and I was hanging out with her, and I remember just out of nowhere, I would, just being a five or six year old, and I just remember saying to my mom, hey mom, how come sometimes I feel like a boy? And like, thinking right now, I'm like, did I seriously say that to my mom? And like, I, I'm a 31 year old and I'm just like, what the, f holy And then, you know, like as a five or six year old, that's like nothing. Like, I don't think about that. It's just the thing I say, because I, I feel it. Because sometimes, yeah, I felt like a boy. <laughs> you know, that's just a thing I felt. And I remember my mom and I am, I'm so grateful she took it with stride and she just gave me this like mom answer like, oh, well, sometimes, Blah, 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 blah. I actually don't remember what she said, funny enough, even though like that, that moment had such an impact on my life. But I remember her had just having this nice mom answer of like, oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, uh, and you know, years and years later, now being a fully grown adult and coming out of myself and just, you know, like realizing stuff about myself, I feel like the best way I could summarize my coming out story is just it was a long time coming. Uh, I feel like looking back at my own life, I had so many weird little clues about myself that I never realized until like, oh, it's no wonder why I did stuff like this or why I always liked wearing these types of clothes because I'm this person. Oh, uh, wow, a lot of things make sense now. Uh, I feel like I just unlocked a door that it's always been locked in my life. And now I'm like, oh, I'm free. Yay. I unlocked the door and now I can leave and I can go look at other things and be other places, be in other places, excuse me. Um, but yeah, uh, my coming out story was, uh, it was really like, yeah, a long time coming. I feel like so much of how I came out was just finding out things about myself and just finally having the courage to say it and finally just telling people just like oh i'm a man like i've 
never thought I would come out and say this, and I, I did, never thought I'd have the courage to say it, but I, I guess I do. I, I guess now is the time where I can finally say it. I'm this, and I'm asexual, and I'm a man, and you know, like I'm also non-binary. I, I feel this way, and I've been thinking about it for a long period of my life, but I never knew the words to say it. I, I didn't know if I was just one person in a group of millions of people who didn't think that way, and I was the one person. Like, no, I'm not. Cool. There are other people just like me. That's amazing. Oh my goodness, I'm not alone. <laughs> I'm not just some screen person screaming into a void. Uh, it's there are other people just like me, and that makes me feel wanted. And I'm yay. Like. I, I know people now. This is wonderful. Uh, I apologize. My my story is a little mishmashy, but uh, yeah, uh, that's I, I feel like th that's the best way to describe my own coming out was that it was a long time coming. And and, and thank you so much for telling your story and thank you uh, just being you know I'm not necessarily brave, but being yourself. No, thank and, you for giving me the power to do so and just speak my story and share it. And because I feel like that's something, especially about pride, I feel like people either seem to forget or they don't realize is that I feel like what really makes pride so beautiful is we share our differences and we tell our stories. We, you know, like I feel like that's what people like, you know, these the people who were in the Stonewall riots, like Marsha P. Johnson, I feel like that's what they were fighting for is being able to share our differences with each other and really, you know, tell our own stories and be our own people and share our own differences. So right now, uh, like I said, we're in a, in a, in a, I think a period to where now, um, you know, coming out should, I believe should be easier, should be accepted in some way would I be wrong to think that is 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 it in the community are you seeing that it's a little bit easier for people to say hey I exist you know I'm, well, I'm is, curious about that so should I feel like is helpful thinking because while the youth now um have more openness it's the adults who don't want to change Many of the adults, if they do want to change, it's they do on the down low. It's that they don't want to come to terms with. It's the ways they want to uphold society. When I see my own students, and I'm not going to reveal anything here, is I just know that I'm proud of them because that's I wasn't able to do when I was their age, and that was only about a decade ago. Um, there was a really quick thing in response to this that I wanted to respond to that I think Brandon and Christina said on how like, you know, there's identifiers for words and identities now. And I think part of that is because so many parts of our identities were like stolen or destroyed or hidden. And like, like we, if, if we were allowed to be loud and open about this before, and if historians were not trying to say, oh yeah, those, they were roommates, you know, not just like gay lovers, there would be more of that shit now. And what I want people to understand uh not just straight people just not not just gay people like literally everybody is that like often people from marginalized communities whether or not y'all want to say y'all identify or don't identify it like this is that a lot of people from marginalized communities no matter where you're at in the world have had their histories erased destroyed rewritten like look like Look at even like the, the Bible itself. How many different versions are there? Which one's the real one? If you're looking at like Christianity, like the, 
people are free to rewrite it as much as possible. Um, but as long as like we search for truth in the world and who we are and like how we can move forward, I feel like that's something really notable. I appreciate that. Yeah, somebody, uh, one of my friends, he uh, he posted on Facebook. He said that, and he's straight. He says that pride is Black history. It is. That's a, a really way, good. I agree. That's a really good point. In a way, in in a, in a way, I do agree. And like going back to like the whole coming coming out thing, um, you know, I know from my wife. She brought up how Gabrielle Union and then what what got Dwayne Wade have a kid and people got onto them about his their child um allowing him i don't i don't zara that's the zara Zara, yeah um deciding uh allowing their child to decide their gender and a lot of people are saying the whole thing about being too young and not knowing i want all of your opinion on what do you feel about the age of when you know something is off um well, to answer your first question, Brendan, uh, I feel like it is and it isn't easier uh, to come out nowadays. Like, it is easier, it is in a lot of different ways, but it's also still a little bit difficult. And that just comes from, I feel like, different scenarios and situations, if that makes any sense. Like cyberbullying. Um, yeah, yeah, there's that. That's a that's actually a really, really good point. Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah. And um, it's funny. I, I feel like whenever people try to bring in children or the age thing when it comes to talking about queer things and just like gender or sexuality, I've always had this mentality whenever people bring up children because it's just like, I feel like people never seem to realize this, but children are the queerest people of all because they don't have any boundaries or restrictions they're children they're they're gonna explore they're gonna explore everything they're gonna see what works for them and what makes them feel good like you know like children are the queerest people of of anyone because what? they're yeah like they what you do know you have you just pull down your pants and say, yeah exactly this. they're kids <laughs> right. that's, what the, that's what a kid is gonna do because they're kids that's what kids do you know yeah. like the more you restrict a kid, the harder they're going to fight back and be like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do what I want to do, like, because they're a kid. And see, I'm going to I'm going to hop on that one because I understand that point, too. I, I have no kids. I don't want kids. It's not something I <laughs> same, same. Let me be quick about that one. But, you know, there have been too many kids in my life <laughs> for my own comfort. So I I have a very specific opinion about like if there's a child in my life who feels like they're wanting to transition or something or whatever whatever the scenario would be I would be okay I know I wouldn't be like oh you don't know what you're talking about I'm not ever gonna be like I don't believe you but I would definitely be that type of person but like hold out till a little older and we'll see you know I see where you're coming from yeah, I'm like, okay, we're, I'm gonna let you develop a little more and figure some things out because maybe you didn't. Because I, I dead ass have a person in my life who didn't necessarily, they didn't do the full transition from male to female, but they, they stopped taking their hormones and stuff. There were some effects in the end from it 
because they were like, I still identify as these things, but I, it didn't feel right either. So maybe that was a more mental type thing for them. I'm not sure. I didn't ever really go further into the conversation with them about it, but she definitely was like, it just didn't feel right. And I felt more comfortable like this. So they were like, I feel like I would regret it more if I went further. So I, I remember thinking that I was like, oh, well, maybe this is a thing where you don't want to totally allow them to alter themselves to really. And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't do it too young anyway, because your bodies are still, would that make it easier? Side note, to have a child try to transition earlier or? Yeah, I, I think it actually would be a little easier. easier. Because like, I don't know hormonally uh, because you're still growing. So I don't uh, know what that would work out like anyway. I'll take this one because I think that somebody once said that uh, children today know who they are more than adults who know who they are at their current age. And I think that, you know, if you want to just say, hey, you can't do this or you can't do that, uh, it, it's it's making them feel closed in and it makes them even more confused. Like they, they, they can't express themselves and uh, be themselves. So like, you know, personally, and y'all know that I'm a Christian. I believe that, you know, uh, God says man and woman, uh, but you know, I can only invite you to Christ, stuff like that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want somebody to be unhappy or who, who they want to be in themselves. So that's how I look at it when it comes to that perspective. Uh, as me and my household, we would do th things differently. But if the child is being that way and it is making them uncomfortable being themselves, then I, I couldn't, as a parent, uh, deal with that. No, my child wasn't happy being themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah, I would definitely try to encourage them and I would I would do what I could, but I just know personally, I'm like, you're, you're still young. And I'm gonna make you wait a little bit before we take the biggest of the leaps. You know, mm -hmm. whatever makes you happy right now. Cool. Yeah, well, I feel like right. that's a child's age. It's kind of the perfect platform, though, because it's like you can really try things out with that sort of thing. Like, okay, so you, okay, child, you feel like this. Well, then let's try that out. Let's see how you feel as this. You identify as this. Okay, well then, we'll see how this works for you. Like, you know, like trying this out and maybe trying out pronouns and trying out your name and like anything else that you feel like you want to change or something like let's experiment. I like that. I think, I don't know if Christina's talking about the possible fear of like, you know, uh, taking hormones and all of that. Cause I think like, as, uh, with, with, uh, children, like I, in education, like most of my students are high schoolers. Like I know some of them are still changing. I know some of them are still developing. I know some of them are finicky as hell when it comes to the things they, uh, they know or believe in. And I know some of them are still figuring it out. I would, I think, if I'm understanding this correctly, there might be that fear of like, uh, not not of like, you know, the identity uh, so much, but of like the, uh, the physical change. I feel like that is like, that is the, I'm, because uh, I'm picturing it myself, you know, what if I had a child who, because I don't have any children uh, yet, what if they wanted to transition? I'm thinking like, I would respect that, but I know like, uh, it would be scary to, um, uh, for me to like, like, how would I go about that? I've heard, like, I've personally heard stuff about like, uh, uh, hormone blockers, uh, stuff like that, but I actually don't know too much, but I know like, for me, like I would allow my child to, uh, identify however they wanted, but I think the, the physical change would be kind of scary. Um, 
partially in due in part to like it, it can be really expensive but yeah, mostly mostly because that's that changes that you know a lot for them and uh i guess tangentially i don't know if i'm using that word right um the people around them as well yeah and you're so right about that because you know health insurance and insurance itself uh that's been a battle with the lgbt community itself so i mean and that's a whole different subject that we can uh definitely get into but man y'all have been killing this uh episode i'm learning so much i'm stepping over uh, toes, I hope I'm not. Uh, but uh, I've learned so much from you all. You all have been dropping so much uh, knowledge on the LGBT community and pride itself. And we're going to have more with these amazing cast of people that uh, who want to celebrate pride with us. We hope you're celebrating as well. Uh, stay tuned. We have much more on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. Tired of the same old boring clothes? Want to support your favorite podcast but don't know how? Well, you're in luck. The Straight Up Show podcast store is finally here. In our Teespring shop, you can find all the merch that tells the world you're keeping it straight up. From t-shirts, to masks, to even leggings, our store has you covered. Just visit straightupshowpodcast.com and click that merchandise button. That's S-T-R, the number 8, upshowpodcast.com. So far, our season finales have always been about celebrating straight up hitting a milestone. But this year, we're celebrating with you. This year, we want to celebrate with you by answering any questions you may have about the Straight Up crew, show, or just general questions. I would like to say anything goes, but who knows? You've probably heard worse on our show anyway. Send us your questions by emailing us at straightupshow at gmail.com or by messaging us on social media, Instagram if you need a preference, or our website. Links will be in the description. And yes, we do accept video messages. All right, so welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. Uh, this is the Pride Month episode, Pride Celebration episode. Uh, we're joined by uh, members of the LGBT community. They have been dropping gems and giving so much knowledge about Pride and what, it, uh, and what Pride uh, and their stories about coming out and what they go through. I mean, this subject can go so far because there's so much to talk about that, you know, time just doesn't allow just this moment right now. But uh, we want to wrap the show up and go around the room. And we want to ask, what is pride? What does pride mean to you? And I want to start off uh, with one of our guests, Jason. Jason, you know, you've been on our show before and we've asked this question to you before, but uh, for the, our new listeners who didn't listen to our last episode uh, with Pride, tell us what does Pride Month or what does Pride mean to you? Um, I think to me, Pride is confidence. Pride is remembrance. Pride is living. Pride is truth. Pride is being you. Pride is um just all little thing is wrapped into a nice little rainbow <laughs> rainbow <laughs> but pride is just being able to realize that you're you exist you valid and we're getting one step closer to living as the way y'all are supposed to be all right thank you so much for that all right kevin same question what does pride 
a pride month mean to you? Pride itself is about uh, owning who you are. Um, and I feel like the, I guess the theory or I don't know, the concept behind pride month is like all about helping society move forward and pride month itself, uh, I guess is a symbol of how society is moving forward. And that's what I would say, uh, pride, uh, is. All right, Cal. All right. Uh, well, I feel like pride is so many things at once. I feel like pride in, in its timeline is a time of power and a time of freedom. Uh, I feel like it's a time when, I mean, you have all the days in the year to come out or just be who you are, but I feel like pride especially is a, is a time to just be completely yourself and all of your your flaws and your uniquenesses and your everything. It's the time to really be you and be who you are and be proud to be who you are and just be yourself and be honest with yourself and really celebrate that. I think it's a time to celebrate marginalized voices and people who don't get to speak up and people who haven't had the chance to speak up. It's a time to raise those voices and make them louder and make them make sure they get to say what they want to say and get to really just get their voices out and make sure their voices are heard and are understood. Because uh, I mean, pride technically did start with uh, uh, the help of many people during the Stonewall riots, but one especially was Marsha P. Johnson, a transgender woman of color, a transgender black woman, a person who pretty much started a good majority of what pride is right now. Uh, so it's a time to, I think, not only share stuff about yourself, but I think it's also a time to listen. It's a time to really hear people's stories and hear people really explain themselves and just just really get to hear the people around you and really understand what your 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 what your neighborhood is what your what your scene is just really listen to people really get to hear them out but uh i think that's what uh what pride really means to me all right lee for for me pride is uh well, I mean, Kyle kind of said it. Pride is a riot. That's how it's how the first pride started was us, you know, our people fighting back against oppression. And that's, I mean, that's, that's where we still are. We're, we're still fighting that same oppression every day. Um, it hasn't really gone anywhere. It's, it's, it's just a constant war. And it's also a victory that, you know, we're celebrating, hey, we're, we've been in this fight for another year. We're still kicking. We're still rocking. Like, pride has always been kind of punk you know like like before all the like corporations that start started like getting their hands into it and you started seeing cops and stuff but like pride was always like this super rebellious thing like yeah we know you know you don't want to see us in in your streets but here we are here's our flags here you know here's our booty shorts or, or whatever we exist we're, we're not going anywhere we've always been here this is our time and that's that's what pride is. It's our time. Christina. I'm going to say pride, especially pride month is more about the courage involved in it uh, and the respect for the courage 
that people involved have to show. It's about even if you don't get it or even if you don't accept it, it's about learning and listening and being able to at least appreciate the stories that are involved. It's about allowing them the visibility of that moment, you know, like, cause if you don't like it, you're not going to like it regardless until you're ready to. I was like, so it's, it's, it's not about the people on the outside and it's not, it's not about the booty shorts. <laughs> it's not about the leather. That's the fun part. You know, that's just, that's just the laugh about it. I was like, but there's, there's a lot of strength and courage that, ha- that is involved with it to be able to go out knowing people are against you, knowing that people are, are, you know, wanting to cause you harm and to hold you back from being able to do the things, but still being able to say, you know what, we're, we're still going to put ourselves out, you know, you, cause you might be in the position of feeling like I can't be myself 364 days out of the year, but today I'm going to be myself and I'm going to be vocal about it. And I'm going to show people that this is a part of me. And you're gonna, you know, it takes that that type of bravery to do it. There's people who might have to stay home that day, but they're like, I'm still here. I'm still waving my flag. I'm still cheering you on. But you know, that's why I was like, it's it's, it's all about the courage and the strength behind it to go out there and be in the streets and online, especially knowing what can come back at you from it. So it's it's just a good time, and it, it's something that people should really appreciate and respect a little more. Brandon? All right, so for me and Kevin pretty much said a good amount of it, but Pride Month for me is owning up to who you are, celebrating and reminding people who you are. At the same time, it's also a reminder that we have work to do. I know I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this, uh, but for me, Pride Month is like Black History Month. I'll be the first to say that African-Americans are one of the most prideful races. Uh, and it's also a movement. If you want to join in that movement, you need to help uh, stop some of these transgender laws that people are actually coming up with because there's a lot happening that people might not know. So if you're listening to this episode, definitely just try to do some research and vote some of these children, anti-children, transgender laws that they are really trying to block. Uh, people from living their lives like, like what we talked about in the show. Wow. And thank y'all all so much for y'all's responses. And definitely thank you to Kevin, Jason, and uh, Kyle for coming on our show today. Uh, you've all done a great job. Uh, and I definitely want to extend the invitation uh, for y'all to come back. I'd love to. Same. Y'all already know. So just to kind of give my perspective of what Pride Month is like I said, I, I, I proudly announced that I am a Christian and I try to follow the Bible the best. But even with that being said, being a Christian, uh, nobody's perfect. And so I look at that, but one thing the Bible does teach me is to love and understand. And uh, I can only teach you what I know and what I respect in my life, but I can never just, uh, I guess, cultivate you in some way like that. But when I see pride, it, it, it just to have a good friend like Lee, uh, who in a way that where I was so just, you know, homophobic about certain things and, you know, grew up in the hood thinking one thing and, you know, and not knowing that the struggle is real, not just for my race, but other people as well. And, and I always talk about this because I mean, it's a great story, but just seeing Lee getting married and I know the personal things that, you know, you were going through and 
Uh, but to see you just light up with excitement about getting married, uh, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for you, you had to go to Colorado and then six months later, but just to see the happiness that he had, that made me feel like, you know what, I, I, this is okay for me. I can be an ally. I can actually speak out and uh, say th these things, right? Because I have family members who are of the LGBT community as well, and I love them just as much, so I could do the same thing with my friends. And uh, it is about just being proud, prideful of who you are and be proud of who you are. And uh, it's bravery to come out and say, hey, you know, I'm part of the LGBT community and I'm not scared. I'm not scared to come out and say things because a lot of people who were against the LGBT community are probably the ones who are scared to be a part of the LGBT community. And they're probably uh, gay or, or by themselves and they're just scared of it, especially the ones in, 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 in DC and the ones making laws about it. Um, but it's, it's a point to where we have, in this past year, and especially with George Floyd dying, I, I've seen a form of unity that I have never seen in my entire life. Uh, went through a whole pandemic and people were on the streets protesting. Uh, was it safe? Probably not. But they believed in something so strong about somebody dying at the hands of police officers and they're just tired of the injustice is going on. And Brandon said this is it's like kind of like black history because you know we just want our voices to be heard. And that's with anybody. And I think that's what Pride Month means is, is that you know we're here and it's a joke that says, hey, we're here, we're queer, we're not close, we're used to get used to it. But like it's a joke, but that's kind of how Pride is to me. It's just that we're here. They're they're here and we're here. Like black people, we're here. Like we just want our voices to be heard. And I'm not much one person that I even do this podcast, I still don't understand pronouns. I may call Kyle or he or she by accident, but it takes time and you have to train people how to treat you. And you know, it doesn't take one day, it doesn't take, you know, a month, it takes a time. But the more you keep coming back thirsty for knowledge, the more you can grow. And I think that that's what we need right now is that we need to form a unity in this country and the world that, you know, we can stop using labels and just be ourselves without having labels. Like I like this person. I love this person. As long as they make you happy, what does it matter what the other person thinks? Right. Uh, Lee, that's it, man. You did a great job. Uh, thank you so much for putting this together for us. Dude. Thank you so much for the opportunity um just like just to kind of shout out calvin a bit i mean when he hit me up you know over a year ago now like hey i want to you know take this straight up thing do a podcast with it i want you to be involved i'm like yeah i'm happy to help and and you know he could have easily just you know glossed over like the, those like aspects of my life you know the, the gay side the queer side but he was like no i'm, I'm embracing that let's let's make a show about pride and you know we did that last year and then for him to come back and say yeah what are we doing this year for it not even like do you want to do one but what are we doing for pride this year it just you know it says a lot to his character and like kyle kevin jason i want to thank y'all so much for coming um ju just knowing like other people like me exist out there it's like it's it's this weird little thing that just kind of helps you get through the day you know i was and... really excited to do it thank you like i was i've been jacked up all weekend just like oh my god it's happening tomorrow tomorrow yes, yes, yes. Just, ah! like i am dancing on the ceiling just yes heck yes i'm ready to do this you know 
that we thank y'all uh, so much, and we thank you for those uh, kind words. Because, like I said, uh, if it if it takes just one person to spread the word, you know, we just want everybody to be happy and love yourself no matter what. And that's what we we're here for. And we want you to join the conversation. Uh, you can go to our website always, and you can look up merch. Uh, you can listen to previous podcasts. Uh, leave us messages about what you think about the show. Of course, if you hate the show, we have a, a email address that you can send all your hate mail to leave that email address is uh i believe that email is still currently i don't care at gmail.com i don't care at gmail.com of course we're just kidding but join the conversation always go to our website at www.straightupshowpodcast.com that's www.str number eight up show podcast.com follow us on social media and like i said if you haven't got vaccinated make sure you go vaccinated but until then Happy Pride Month, everybody. Thank y'all so much for joining our show. Until next time, there's only one rule to our show and that you have to be straight up. Straight up. Straight up.